This is Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us. We're proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And this is a podcast focused on all things BYU sports. We are officially inside rivalry week. We are six days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. We'll talk about some of the news and notes from the BYU football program, a high-profile transfer that we need to talk about on today's edition of the podcast. We also need to talk about the news of a BYU signing having his MTC luggage, his missionary luggage, stolen as he was set to enter the missionary training center. We'll, of course, catch up on everything going on in BYU basketball, BYU women's soccer in action as well. So a lot to get to on today's edition of the podcast, which also coincidentally is the one-year anniversary of this year podcast. We have made it one entire year, I believe 285 episodes. It has been an absolute pleasure and an honor to bring this podcast to you daily, sometimes more than five days a week, sometimes seven days a week. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll talk about that a little bit on today's edition of the podcast as well. Uh, today's sponsors on the show are our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about both of those great companies as we roll on through today's show as well. So with that, let's get going. One year anniversary edition of Locked On Cougars and couldn't be more excited about it. August 23rd, 2019 edition. Let's go. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on today's edition of the podcast. It's wild to think we have made it one entire year. We've gone around the world one time doing this podcast every day, at least weekdays. This past summer, we've done it seven days a week with some of our special weekend editions. We are 285 episodes in and can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of this podcast. It's crazy to think. It has gone that quickly, but it's also, you look back, and it's been a lot that has changed in the past year, and I want to thank you guys for your support of the podcast. All right, let's start off today with BYU football news and notes. Let's start off with the news, I guess the biggest news I have on today's edition of the podcast. There's been rumblings out there, but I have confirmed that Herkley Latu, BYU redshirt freshman defensive lineman, has entered the NCAA transfer portal and intends to leave the BYU football program. Uh, Latu was recruited out of Kahuku High School on the North Shore of Oahu out there in Hawaii, and he is play. He's been well. He was slated originally to play as a defensive back for BYU. Then went on a mission for the. Then went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Grew into more of a linebacker size, and now had moved to defensive end after growing, outgrowing kind of the linebacker spot. He was listed at six foot three, two hundred and forty pounds on the most recent BYU roster, but it appears that he deci- has decided that his future is elsewhere in college football and has entered the NCAA transfer portal. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not, I'll get this right out of the way right now. It wouldn't surprise me to see him end up at Utah. Plain and simple. I'll say that right now. I'll say it right off the top. There's no confirmation of that. I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying it would not surprise me with some of his connections to the University of Utah, two of his former Kahuku cohorts in Bradley Anai, as well as Mika Tafua, a former BYU signee himself, are both on the roster at Utah and theoretically could help in aiding uh, Utah in landing Herkley Latu. I don't know what Herkley is going to 
do ultimately, but I can confirm that he is in the NCAA transfer portal and seeking a move away from the BYU football program. Does that mean he couldn't return to BYU? Absolutely not. Uh, Jay Drew for the Deseret News, which is still weird to say, put out a great piece uh, yesterday about tales from the transfer portal, how BYU landed their two graduate transfer running backs in Tyson Williams as well as Emmanuel Asupa, and also the fact that Peyton Wilgar, who had entered the NCAA transfer portal, came back to BYU and is now competing for a starting job after putting his name into the portal. A lot of coaches, University of Utah head coach Kyle Whittingham included in the past, have said that if you enter your name in the transfer portal, you are done. You're no longer playing for my football program. I think Kalani Satake's got a little softer stance on that. He'll kind of uh, look at the situation surrounding it all and make his decision. But Herkley Law, too, is officially in the NCAA transfer portal and will be seeking a move to a new program, it appears, for the time being. And, of course, we'll bring you any other information as we hear it or if he makes comments regarding his entering the NCAA transfer portal. Um, Another note I wanted to talk about in terms of today's uh, podcast is a sad story coming out of uh, BYU, and that is that uh, Pineview High School product, Brooks Miley, goes by Buku, uh, he signed to play for BYU after playing defensive tackle for Pineview down there in the St. George area, was set to enter the Missionary Training Center earlier this week. Uh, his family was eating at Chuckarama there in Orem. Most of you know where it is on State Street. Uh, two men broke into the family's car and stole at least two of Miley's missionary suitcases, including one that contained his late father's irreplaceable mission scriptures. Uh, speakers, subwoofers, and a new laptop, among other items belonging to other family members, were also taken around 1130 a.m. earlier this week, and this is just a sad story coming out Wednesdays when this happened, because traditionally missionaries will report to the Missionary Training Center in Provo on Wednesday mornings. Uh, they have one suspect in custody, Brian David Brian Beams. He was uh, booked into the Utah County Jail for investigation of vehicle burglary and possession of drug paraphernalia, but they haven't been able to locate the other suspect or the other uh pieces of luggage and other materials that were stolen from the Miley family. This is an extremely sad story. Of course, Jack DeMooney, BYU staffer, uh, put out a tweet with a picture of the white van that took the materials. Uh, They've replaced most of Brooks' materials in terms of his missionary clothing, etc. The place he bought it from offered to replace it for free. Uh, He is in the MTC now, but just, man, talk about an awful awful story. Uh, His father passed away a couple years ago at age 47, so those missionary scriptures are kind of one of the key links I think that Brooks had to his father, and those are irreplaceable. You can't replace that. His dad went on a mission, wrote his notes and his thoughts in those scriptures, and they're irreplaceable. So I'm hopeful that they can get the other suspect in custody and hopefully find some of the materials, some of the clothing, and those scriptures in particular, and get them back to Brooks Miley, because that's just a sad story all the way around. So uh, you can go to the, the deseretnews.com. Jay Drew, as always, doing a bang-up job writing about it. I'll link the story in the show notes as well so you can read up on it. But Miley, a foot 6'4", 285-pound prospect out of Pineview, excited to be a BYU Cougar but put his uh, football career on hold to go on a mission. And this is just a sad story to see that his uh, missionary clothing, two of his suitcases stolen, among other items from his family, while they're celebrating him entering the missionary training center. And that's just bad deal. If you have any information on this, contact Orem Police, 801-229-7070. All right, so that's some of the BYU football news and notes coming out from BYU football practice. They're officially in game week practice.
prep mode. They had a late night practice yesterday, getting ready for that late night kick a week, well, I guess a week from last night, but six days away from today, 8.15 p.m. Mountain Time. The players were out on the field last night uh, practicing, trying to get used to that later window as they've been practicing a little bit earlier in the day in the afternoons, probably trying to get their bodies adjusted a little bit better to the late night of football that they'll have coming up. So there you go. Uh, some of the stuff from BYU football. We'll come back. We'll talk some BYU basketball news and notes. They're now 3-0 and on their Italian tour, but according to Vanquish the Foe, they may have suffered a significant injury that I talked about earlier this week that you wanted to avoid on this trip. We'll talk about that coming up. Before we do that, though reminder for you guys that the locked on fantasy football podcast is here to help you win your fantasy football league i've got two drafts coming up over the next week i play in two different leagues and i'm looking for all the help i can get plain and simple i want to encourage you guys to check out the locked on fantasy football podcast that is host hosted by Vinny Iyer. he gives you the edge with over 20 years of experience covering fantasy football don't listen to the same stuff or read the same stuff as everyone else or else you'll be just the same as them get the edge from Vinny Iyer that will put you ahead on draft day and keep you ahead all season long. Locked on fantasy football is available on your favorite podcast provider. We'll get back to Locked On Cougars here in a moment, but I needed to take a minute and talk to you about our title sponsor right here on the podcast. And we are proud to have Deseret First Credit Union on board as the title sponsor of Locked On Cougars. Deseret First Credit Union, of course, uh, is the sponsor of the Deseret First Duel, which will begin next week as BYU and Utah square off in football to start the college football season. Of course, it's a season-long uh, derby of sorts where all these teams go head-to-head and whoever has the most points at the end of the year wins the Deseret First Duel trophy. Hopefully BYU can retain the trophy and put it in the uh, student-athlete building there where they have that big monument to it. But Deseret First Credit Union also shares a faith-based bond with its members as they celebrate the unique goals and passions of their individual members. They're asking all of their members right now, what is your focus? What is your why? Whatever it might be, have you thought about refinancing your home to save money and help fund that passion project? Refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything, and with rates still low, now is a great time to refinance your mortgage and keep more money in your pocket. I don't think anybody complains about having extra money to walk around with. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First Credit Union, you can lock in a low rate for absolutely nothing and save potentially up to hundreds of dollars a month, guys. Check it out. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. First-time buyers, a guy who owns multiple homes, you got an investment property, they'll make sure you're taken care of. Call them, 801-456-7070. Once again, 801-456-7070 or visit DFCU fcu.com to apply in five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply. Deseret First Credit Union is an equal housing lender. on Cougars. A reminder for you guys, we guys are out and about on this one-year anniversary of this great podcast. Please plug in your smart device and tell it play podcast Locked on Cougars. That way you stay up to date with everything going on in BYU sports news as this is your daily podcast all focused on BYU. All right, we're switching gears here to talk some BYU basketball for a little bit in the second segment. Uh, we'll start off with some news in terms of a former Cougar that I failed to note earlier this week, and I apologize for that, but Eric Mika, former BYU big man, has signed a veteran 
veteran or I guess a rookie minimum deal with the Sacramento Kings here in the NBA. He'll be a training camp invitee to the Sacramento Kings. Probably a long shot to make the roster to start the season for the Sacramento Kings, but could end up being a, a stash guy that they put on their G League roster and keep him stateside. Of course, we'll keep you updated with any other news that comes out about that, but I think it's a fantastic move and shows that his play in the summer league, speaking of Eric Mika, was a fantastic opportunity for him. He showed extremely well, and I'm glad to hear that he has been able to go out and show an NBA team that he has the skills potentially to play at this level. Uh, He left BYU to go play internationally. I think his goal all along was to eventually come back stateside and play basketball, and I think he's making good on that a little bit here. Like I said, probably a long shot to make the roster, but a great uh, look all the same for him to have earned that invite to training camp with the Sacramento Kings, and we'll be looking forward to seeing how he does this coming fall there in Sacramento. Of course, we'll bring you any other news as it comes out about that. On the court for the current BYU basketball team, they improved to 3-0 on its tour of Italy with a 71-62 win against Stella Azura Academy. That was yesterday in Arena Arturo Felici. I'm still struggling to say that word. Anyways, Yoli Childs led the way from BYU in this win with 21 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals. Jake Toulson, the graduate transfer from UVU, added 13 points. TJ Hawes added 12, and Connor Harding chipped in with 11 points of his own. Toulson also added a team team best five assists while Haas had three steals in the win. So a good win for BYU. They are now 3-0 on their Italian tour. They're going to conclude play in Italy today with a second game against LCC International who they absolutely blew out on Tuesday. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time in Italy. It's 11 a.m. Mountain Time here in Utah. Of course, the BYU Cougar basketball Twitter feed, BYU Basketball. Well, I'm sure we'll have all of the highlights at etc. once that game goes final so stay tuned for that uh, Tuesday BYU took down LCC International to Lithuanian Club 87-46 to so LCC probably wants to exact a measure of revenge but I would expect that BYU is going to be 4-0 on this Italian tour. And I think it's been a good opportunity for this team to get together, really kind of work on things because there are a number of guys, and this is of course Mark Pope's debut season for BYU, that he's trying to kind of just get ingrained into the system. And it's probably been helter-skelter in a way in terms of, okay, this guy's going to be eligible this year, these guys aren't, but you can use all those guys together on a tour like this to really get a look at what your roster looks like. Uh, BYU will probably have one of the better scout team rosters this coming year with a uh, guys sitting out due to NCAA transfer rules, barring them getting a waiver. But of course, we'll keep you updated with any other news when it comes to that coming up uh, throughout the season. But it's a big opportunity for BYU to show what they've been able to do this coming year. And at least this Italian tour has given given them that opportunity to go out and play together and really just kind of get a look for Mark Pope in his debut season of what his roster may look like come the fall. Uh, The bad news coming out of this is Vanquish the Foe, Brett Hine, not Brett Hine, he used to be at Vanquish the Foe. He's now at the Standard Examiner in Ogden. Uh, coming out from Vanquish the Foe, Robbie McCombs, as well as guys like Steve Pierce over there, they do an incredible job, by the way. If you don't want, check out VanquishTheFoe.com all the time, I would encourage you to do so. But they have a report that BYU forward uh, BYU forward Zach Selyus, excuse me, broke his foot. I had forgot his name there for a second. I'll, I'll, 
own up to that. Uh, broke his foot during this tour during the game on Tuesday against LCC International and could be out until the early part of the regular season for BYU. Uh, a source close to the situation, according to Vanquish the Foe, said that he broke the foot during Tuesday's game. The break was confirmed by an x-ray following the contest. The injury will require surgery to fix it and is expected to hold the senior sharpshooter out of action for 10 to 12 weeks. Uh, that timeline, according to Vanquish the Foe, puts him back in basketball activities sometime between the season opener on November 5th against theoretically Cal State Fullerton. They haven't announced the schedule fully and Utah State on December 4th, but you'd think that Celius coming off a of broken foot is going to have some rust to shake off. So we'll see how that goes. But that's a tough deal because they already have Yoli Childs in the asinine decision from the NCAA to suspend him for nine games. Now you lose one of your sharp shooting forwards, another senior on this roster for the beginning part of the season only get looks tougher and tougher for BYU in the early part of this year. We'll see how it goes with the uh, transfer waivers. They're they're still hoping that they can get both Richard Harward and Wyatt Lowell um, eligible. Alex Barcelo, who he thought might pass on seeking a waiver, told BYU Sports Nation that he has submitted the paperwork for a waiver request, and we'll see how that goes, but I don't blame him for at least trying to get eligible and immediately coming over from Arizona. But it's just a tough deal all the way around if you're a BYU basketball fan to see a guy like Celius get injured on this international tour. We talked about this earlier this week that you wanted to see guys stay healthy. There was a Middle Tennessee had one of their better players tear his ACL on their tour of Costa Rica. I was hoping that BYU would come out of this unscathed. I knocked on wood, as you guys recall, on this podcast earlier this week. But apparently, my knocking on wood did not help. And Zach Selyus is going to be shut down for a couple of months at least here. And here's hoping that it's it's a quick quicker recovery rather than a longer recovery. You don't want to see him lose significant time. Because if he misses too much time, you might even consider redshirting him. And I know that would cause all kinds of roster issues for BYU. But you need a guy like Selyus, six foot six, six foot seven a guy who can shoot from the outside but also can slot down and help defend on the interior. Without Yoli Childs eligible for the first nine games of the year, it was looking more and more likely that you would need a guy like Zach Selyus to contribute, and now it appears that he will be shut down for a significant period of time as well, which is just unfortunate, plain and simple. All right, there you go. Some of the news and notes coming out from BYU Basketball. Like I said, their final game of their Italian tour today, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. We'll have a report on that coming up over the weekend. We'll catch up on everything, of course, on Monday with the podcast as well as we really look into uh, rivalry week and get ready for BYU and Utah football next Thursday. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports next. Of course, women's soccer opens their season with the win at Alabama. Of course, the Big Blue Bash also taking place tonight. We'll tell you about all the details on those coming up next. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys to check out the Locked On NFL podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's been one of the most listened to NFL shows since they revamped the lineup with former NFL scout Matt Williamson as the analyst and host Brian Peacock alongside him. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast in all things National Football League with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. All right, guys, I need to take a minute and talk to you about today's sponsor on the show, and that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird and his team do an incredible job with All Guard Pest Control. They're a local company based right here in Utah, serving Utah County, but they can serve anywhere along the Wasatch Front. They'll make sure you're taken care of. They don't believe in door-to-door salesmen. Pest Control companies should not be bugging you. 
as Algar Pest Control goes about it. They don't knock on your door and say, hey, do you want us to come spray your bugs? They do have quarterly pest control programs, which are awesome for people who don't ever want to see a pest and have that peace of mind inside and around their home. They also offer one-time services as well. They're not going to make you sign up for a contract if you only have one issue that needs to be treated one time. They'll come out, take care of it, shake your hand, and tell you to have a great day. If you want them to come back, give them a call. They'll come back, but they'll only bug you the one time if that's what you really want. They use the safest products in the industry. They're rated for daycares, hospitals, restaurants, kennels, vets. They're the safest products out there, and they also have awesome online reviews, five-star reviews across the board. You can go online and read up on this company. They do incredible work to make sure that their company is the best, and they also make sure that their customers are taken care of regardless of whatever they have going on. So check them out, guys. All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812. Call Seth and his team. They are the best. And by the way, big time BYU fans. So check it out. All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812. Or go online and check them out at allguardpestcontrols.com. Locked on Cougars celebrating our one year anniversary of the podcast today. Want to thank you guys again for your continued support of the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a good five star review if you don't mind taking but a moment to do it. It really does help get the word out about this podcast. Our download numbers have never been higher. Our we're continuing to see our rankings climb on all the different podcast providers lists of like top podcasts it gets the word out because their algorithms if they see te- if they see people interacting with a podcast downloading it more giving it a good rating and review they promote it as well so i thank you guys in advance for doing that for me on this podcast all right let's talk about some of the other news in byu sports before we go uh, in tuscaloosa alabama last night michaela coolahan a mac herman trophy award candidate she she scored the only goal in BYU's 1-0 victory over SEC Powerhouse Alabama Thursday night. Jennifer Rockwood in the release from BYU said, quote, it was a hard-fought physical game and I liked seeing our team battle and get us the win on the road. Uh, Colahan put the Cougars ahead early on in this game. They controlled the action pretty much top to bottom. Four shots to one in the first half. A good showing for BYU to start the season in a strong note. They're ranked number 22 in the country. A win like that over Alabama should help them move up. They have one other game in SEC country this weekend, taking on Mississippi State tomorrow at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. It'll be 7 o'clock Central Time there in uh, there in Stark Vegas, uh, Starkville, Mississippi. The game will be carried live on the BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel, Greg Rubel and Avery Walker will have your play-by-play and analyst coverage live from Starkville, so check that out, guys. 6 o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow night if you want to keep up to date with Jennifer Rockwood's team, but congratulations to the woman soccer program on that hard-fought victory over the University of Alabama and best of luck to them against Mississippi State. Now, if you're a BYU fan looking for something to do tonight, the Big Blue Bash is a fun and exciting family-friendly football event that takes place tonight at Rio Tinto Stadium in Sandy, Utah, 9256 State Street there in Sandy. The event begins at 6 o'clock with activities, inflatables, Cosmo the Cougar will be there, food trucks, and the BYU store will be selling merchandise. The program will start at 7 o'clock and will feature BYU BYU head coach Kalani Satake, Sports Nation's co-host of uh, the BYU Sports Nation co-host duo of Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, as well as broadcaster and analyst Blaine Fowler.
$10, guys. You guys can meet multiple BYU football players. Tickets are $5 in advance, $10 at the door. You also can check out the Big Blue Bash auction. You don't have to attend to bid and win. More than 20 items, including collectibles, autographed merchandise, and amazing experiences. So check it out, guys. BigBlueBash.com. Get those tickets, $5 in advance. You have to pay double at the door, $10, which isn't that much in all reality. But save yourself 5 bucks a person by purchasing them in advance right now at thebigbluebash.com. Should be a fun night fun night at Rio Tinto Stadium tonight with a number of BYU football players, coaches, administrators, as well as many BYU media figures as well. All right, there you go, guys. That's today's edition of the podcast, one-year anniversary edition in the books. We'll have plenty of interviews to tide you over throughout next week. Uh, we're going to have coaches, players, etc. as we get ready for BYU and Utah to kick off the football season. It is getting closer and closer. We are just six days away. We're back with you on Monday. If you don't happen to listen to the special player countdown editions over the weekend, we'll only be three days away. Think about that. It is coming fast, folks. It is exciting. And get ready for it because I'm ready for it. I think you're ready for it. Let's get going. College football is here. There are games tomorrow. And we'll be doing this all season long. Until next time, this has been Locked on Cougars for August 23rd, 2019.